You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Well, y'all are going to the car wash uh, today. Make sure you avoid uh, the potholes. Potholes seem going to be a bitch around here. Yep. Be a oh, and they major, keep it bigger too. Major problem. They're looking to swallow up your tire. Yeah, middle lane and Dodge right before 132nd. Yeah. That one that's usually there has opened up. Already. There, there are some that I've noticed uh, on my way home that you just concede you're going to hit it. You just try to take like the less, like like the less brunt of it, where maybe one side of it is a little bit more shallow. So you just try to go over there. You're like, it's going to hurt. Yeah, they're like, it, it, yeah. You just you try to minimize the damage. That's what you're doing. Just take the streetcar. You'll be fine. Um, so Tony Romo yesterday. <laughs> I, Romo, the bar is so low. I thought Romo, Romo was better than he had been the last couple of weeks or this entire yeah. season. But he's still, mm. compared to Greg Olson, who is concise and explains things without theater, Tony Romo is failing. Remember, 10 years, $180 yeah. million. Greg was awesome. Uh, well, When he whole, explained that one thing in the fourth quarter, it's like, wow. The whole, the, 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 the and it's amazing because, Burkhart and Olsen have only been together for a couple of years. Yep. That they have been able to develop that kind of chemistry, and they play off each other so well. Now, the so play-by-play guy can only be as good as the analyst. The analyst can only be as good as the play-by-play guy, and sometimes they bleed together and then affects you, and I think that's been the case with Nance. But I thought Nance was good yesterday. Agree. Yes, he was more Jim Nance, I agree. Um, but the Fox whole presentation, better. Music in and out, the announcers. The noise, uh, you know, The, the sideline. Great. Rinaldi and Aaron Andrews, whatever that does for you, mm. you know. But we're talking about who's up in the booth. CBS is going to have to have a decision because Tony Romo has gone from wow to ugh, mm-hmm. and Greg Olson's going to be a free agent. I can't believe that Tom Brady is going to slide right in at thirty-seven mil a year and take over for Greg Olson, and there's not fallout. Now, that that I push back on people that say, well, Saban is more valuable on game day. No, Saban would be more valuable in a booth. Mm-hmm. The booth draws more viewers yes. than the game Absolutely. day pregame shows. You've do. seen where that show so, has gone. So if you're paying a lot of money, mm-hmm. you're putting them in the booth on analysts, then putting them on a set so they could be a sideshow. Yep. They're not going to do that to Brady. Okay, Brady's going into a booth. But if I'm CBS and Greg Olson is all of a sudden free, yep, get him. I got to cut ties with Tony Romo. I got to say, hey, Tony, it's been fun, but you know what? We got a chance to get Greg Olson on our number one crew. Don't do, hey, let's have a three-man booth, because I hate now these pregame shows that have yeah. six guys on the set. Yeah, yeah. Just two-man booth. If Olsen's a free agent, CBS needs to make a move. But Romo got into something yesterday that I wish he would have talked more about. And, and, and I know I might, I might be a little contradicting myself because I said, talk less, say more. But he, he got into this whole legacy thing. So, you know... This is a Patrick Mahomes legacy drive or a Lamar Jackson legacy drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm always curious, and I, and I failed to do this, and that's my bad, and I'm going to start doing this with athletes. Do you care about your legacy? They all say, no, I don't. I'll think about it when I'm done. But I think athletes do at least ponder what their legacy is in the moment. But what I'm getting at is Romo yesterday started to talk about legacy. 
And then he stopped. He was more of, big drive here, Jim. Big game. If you go to the Super Bowl, that's a big game, Jim. He started to talk about legacy, and I thought, you know what? That is a huge missed opportunity because if there's anybody that knows about legacy oh, yeah. talk, that's it's Tony Romo. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the the there there are areas, and I kind of see what you're where you're going with that too. There are areas where I I think Tony Romo does bring something to the broadcast given his experience, and that needs to be tapped into more because. If there's somebody that can talk about, especially not even just the, like a, a coach's legacy, but the legacy of the most important position in all of sports at quarterback, and a guy who's had one that, I mean, I can I can sit here and ask Jimmy, who is a diehard Cowboys fan, and say, you know, how do Cowboys look at Tony Romo in a very similar sense of what maybe people felt with Lamar Jackson, where you can get some good regular season numbers, you can get to the playoffs, but can you win the game that matters in the in the postseason? And so for somebody who has lived that and is now kind of now from afar being able to observe and give perspective on other people's that, especially mm-hmm. at that quarterback position in that game, because you think of two very, very interesting legacies when all is said and done. Mahomes has already kind of got his written. Yeah, his is done. His is done. He's, 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 just in, the hall, he's in the Hall of Fame at right. the age of 28. But what Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is, is striving for, like to me, that is uh, it, it's an extremely fascinating question because I think sometimes the legacy question does get brought up and it's almost like filler. It's almost like, well, we have to just because it's this type of game. But between those two quarterbacks and the contrast, given their talents and where one is and what one is becoming – Coming well, from I, a guy who's actually kind of fallen short of the big game himself, I think that would have been a very interesting well, conversation. Well, I would throw Andy Reid in there. Andy Reid's got a very interesting legacy now. He's got two years left on his contract. Uh, so I'm I'm not on the Adam Schefter. Hmm, I wonder if Andy Reid is going to retire. No, he has too so he's much got, fun. So he's got two years left, and I think after two years, he's probably done. Mm-hmm. He's starting to get up there in age, but he still has his fastball. And as long as he has his quarterback, his tight end, and he has Spagnola calling the defense. Yeah, well, Kansas City's going to be fine because they're not like in cap hell. And, you know, Chris Jones, they'll have to make a decision on him, and I think they'll let Chris Jones walk. But they're still young on defense. They, they're the anti-Buffalo. They decided, hey, we got this great quarterback. Let's all of a sudden work on our defense. Yeah. But, but the legacy talk I thought yesterday, I, I sometimes poo-poo it, but I wanted it more yesterday because I wanted Romo's perspective on that's what I'm hit with every time I'm back home in Dallas, mm-hmm. is the legacy of me as America's quarterback that a catch-no-catch no catch by Des Bryant probably changes my legacy yeah. in Dallas forever. In this day and age, too, which would have been a catch. Even though I think they lose the next week, at least he would have had a chance. Mm-hmm. And he never. And at least he would have gotten, yesterday was 28 years to the day yeah. that the Cowboys last were in and won a Super Bowl. He at least would have gotten him into a championship game that year. His football uh, life is very interesting yeah. talking about his legacy. And it's I mean, yeah. it's a sore subject because he was anointed. He was the guy. Yep. And then Jessica Simpson happened in 07 and he made the wrong throw and then Terrell Owens said, That's my quarterback, and that was that. And then Des. So yeah. I I'm with so, you. I would like to hear his thoughts. So the the another big thing that I appreciate, Greg Olson, I can't believe he's getting demoted. Same. He was so good last night. He's been good. Wait, he's been well, he's been know, good ever since. You know why he, even when he, you know why the he is crew. good? Because in in that role where say, you know, just you have to it's not the easiest role. Whether it be on radio or TV, because you only have a little bit of time. And 
I get the sense that people don't want their broadcast these days to be talk shows mm-hmm. where it's less in-depth play-by-play and more of a let's just talk about the game is you have to be quick, you have to be clear, you have to be concise. And Greg Olson, mm. as a former player in that role in the booth, has done a magnificent job of checking the box on all three of those. Yep. What about and NBC getting him? I mean, I, I think if he's a free agent, yeah, you have to. I, you're, you're not putting Brady on a set. Mm-hmm. You're not putting Brady on the number two team. You're not going to three-man with them. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to three-way. Um, so I, I think... Greg Olson, somewhere next year, but he'll be a very popular guy. Like Bill Belichick's podcast or appearances weekly will be popular. So will Greg Olson, and rightfully so. He's done a hell of a job. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy him and Burkhart. I they, love they, they, they are really, really good pair together. And remember, they were like, of the of the network pairings, they were like fourth because they were two new guys. Mm-hmm. I even said last night, man, I wish they were doing the Super Bowl. This is enjoyable. Yeah, and when they did it last year, I thought they were fantastic. And remember, yeah. Greg Olson was having to answer questions about, hey, you know, when, when Tom Brady is is in, like, and he, he handled it the right way. The last thing I want to see is Greg Olson get pushed back to the number two squad or Greg Olson essentially get Phil Simms to where, he does, to where he's relegated to the desk. Now, Phil Simms is getting Phil Simms this year. He's done. Well, and... By the way, no, no Terry Bradshaw yesterday. There might be an opening on the Fox desk. I know he was under the weather yesterday, but I, I can't imagine that that's going to be going much further. Um, I, I, I just I don't want to see Greg Olson in that role because I, I totally agree, whether we're talking about college or uh, the pro game. More the eyeballs, and I think what people hang on during the conversations that you have are going to be far more about the game itself because that's where your attention is obviously heightened. You know, when people have the pregame shows on, they you know they might have them on in the background while they're doing other things leading off of the kickoff. You, that, that's where I think you're wasting a guy like Greg Olson's talents because his ability, the thing that I've I've liked about him the most, and this is going to be kind of a weird comparison, but his ability to not only identify what's going on in the game, but explain it in a way that either whether you're a football savant or not, that's it, what I it, said. it comes across it, it, very easy to digest. Like the, the one guy that I will forever hold in high regard when it comes to uh, that in baseball was Steve Stone. The way that Steve Stone is able to identify, but also be able to let people know whether they're new listeners or viewers of baseball or they are baseball sickos, that Steve Stone is going to give you the analysis through his perspective that will relate to everyone. That's not the easiest thing to do, especially people who are in the game that are so technical. They just assume everybody else speaks their ling- their language, and so when they're they're giving you different coverages and, and what it you know what's actually happening without explaining what that is to everyone, but also being able to do it in that quick amount of time that you have in that window that presents itself, it is not easy. And I think Greg Olson. I remember when Greg Olson was like the two or the the, the number two or the number three squad for Fox when he was doing games. He was doing some Bears games. And you know, talking about his time when he was in Chicago, I just remember thinking to myself, God, maybe I'm just biased because I always liked Greg Olson. But Greg Olson is an easy listen. Like he he's a he is a also very true. he is a very solid contributor to the broadcast because everything that he's picking up, it's not just you know former player cliche stuff. It's it's actually you know technical, but it's not overly technical to where he wants to be the smartest. Well, it's guy like in the, the room. Mannings. They're explaining stuff to you. Yep. They're mm-hmm. nerding out, but you feel like you don't feel like they're talking over you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we need, we need more Kelsey's than Manning's. Jason? No, no. What? I don't know if Jason will. I don't know what Jason will do. But I'm talking about 
having like brothers. Oh, those yes, two yeah. can fight against each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. When we come back, I think you, didn't you just say the smartest person in the room? Yeah. Is that what happened at Iowa City yesterday? <laughs> when after uh, ninety days, uh, just like when they have a new pope, the smoke came out, <laughs> and Tim Lester is the new offensive coordinator at Iowa. Let's get excited, Iowa fans. Let's talk about it. Nine five one sixteen twenty. I know you're elated. You are just you can't oh, believe yeah. it. Tim you got the Lester, better guy over Kevin Jones. The OC. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy that had breakfast with Kirk Ferentz the other day in a hotel, publicly, <laughs> didn't get the job. People are taking pictures through the window. <laughs> By the way, that's a great hotel. I've had a couple of rooms there where they overlook into Kinnick Stadium, right across the street. Mm-hmm. Beautiful hotel. That's a smart play if you're in Iowa City. Unless you're trying to work for Kirk. Yeah, yeah you probably don't want those rubber eggs and those uh, soggy waffles. And then a soggy conversation. With do they guy. allow you to make? The, do they have a waffle maker though? Because that uh, also they, that, that they, do have, they do have top-notch breakfast. That's okay. a good spot. Yep. Uh, not a good spot though for Kevin Johns. Tim Lester is in the spot. Uh, we'll discuss um, because there's a Nebraska angle to it as well. It's uh, 7:44. Tim Kruger's in the uh, green room. Tim was here early. Yeah, but he exciting. made a he made a very much a mistake. Uh oh. If he's going to show up in studio, he didn't bring anything. Uh, he brought himself. Could have brought some brackets. He will be fine. Uh, yeah, seven weeks from today, we'll be digesting a bracket that'll include first and second round games right here in Omaha. We're back with more of Mornings with Sharp and Hanley and Jimmy on 1620 The Zone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.